Craig-Karan. And I'm Veronica McCarthy. And this is Women of Contradictions. Hi. Here we are for our overpromised, <laughs> took forever to deliver bonus episode. <laughs> but we're here, nonetheless. We're here. We're finally doing it. I'm excited. I am doing our first bonus episode celebrity deep dives we are going to going to make this a little feature going forward throughout the seasons and uh when we take breaks here and there and just do kind of a all in-depth episode on one celebrity and the contradictions in that celebrity whether the celebrity themselves are contradictory or our feelings on that person are contradictory maybe a little bit of both and kicking us off is the one and only Brad Pitt. (laughs) I wanted to start with him because I feel like Brad Pitt is one, one of the last quote unquote movie stars, old Hollywood kind of movie stars. Mm -hmm. He appeals to the masses. And I think it is male, female, gay, straight, whatever, most people find Brad Pitt attractive. They find something about him, you know, he's, he's got like some type of quality. And when I was doing the research on this and reading all about him, I was trying to think like, what is, what is it about him? Because it's funny, he has a brother who looks like Brad Pitt's brother, but does not have Brad Pitt's je ne sais quoi. Really? Yeah, it's actually, it's, I will link to the brother because I was like, okay, I can see that he is related to you and yet this is not the same thing. Are you looking him up? Yeah, of course I'm looking him up. <laughs> Why am I not? Duh. I, I have to see this person immediately. <laughs> and you're so right. Like, it, he is real. It's kind of like the Hemsworths. I happen to find one of them the most attractive. The others, they are brothers. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) totally, completely. Okay, so I think one of the things about Brad Pitt that gives him this cool factor, that that thing, he has the thing. I think one of the, the things is his taste. I think he has fantastic taste from the women he dates to the wine he invests in and produces, to, I hate to admit this, to the freaking art he created, which we'll get into in a bit, and his movie choices. I think he, with the exception of a few misses here and there over the years, in a very long career in Hollywood, he mostly does great movies. And So I think there is something, he seems to have like his finger to the pulse a bit of the culture and what people want and what they desire. And he's a little bit of a chameleon, which we'll also get into. But I just find him to be fascinating while also recognizing that he is actually deeply problematic. And no one really wants to, I think... Veronica doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I want, to, I want him just to keep being what I think of him in my mind. <laughs> and I, it's, it is funny because when I was doing all, when I'm reading a bunch for this episode, 
I'm like, God, he's done some shady things over the years. And yet I know this and yet I still find him to be incredibly sexy and entertaining and just cool. And I hate that I'm aware of the shitty things he does. And yet I still feel this way about him. I think that's why he is a movie star because it's charisma. Like, I think that there are certain people that walk around this world with a woo factor and they can woo anybody and they don't even have to meet the person to woo them. Mm -hmm. They just like have this thing that it's we like want to be aura. a part of. It's, it's like yeah. an aura around them. That you're like, yeah, I would say like George Clooney's another one. Yes. Like that he's another man that just kind of has this like magnetic thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that we'll continue to like, obviously people will continue to have that, but we don't, Hollywood is so different than what it was that we don't have those like defining examples of like your... Cary Grants of the world or your Robert Redford. Completely. I hate that they're all like white men that I'm pulling to I mind. know, but they're, but they are like these classic examples of Hollywood movie stars. And I do think they are also two men who, while we know a lot about them, it's also only what they have. Cho- they are not on social media. They are very selective about the interviews that they give. Like, I feel like they still hold a level of mystique that a lot of people no longer have in Hollywood. And that's what makes them that kind of in that more classic Cary Grant, you know, vein of an actor. Totally. It makes me wonder if their media training, if they have conversations around this, which I'm sure they must. This doesn't accidentally happen. Brad Pitt, 1000%. Yeah. Brad Pitt, I think he has either hired brilliant PR people, and again, I think it's his taste, or he himself is a brilliant PR person, like one or the other, because the fact that there is a lot of shit out there about him and yet it doesn't seem to stick is pretty crazy. Yeah. I feel like something happens and then like a few months later he does a very charismatic thing. I'm thinking of the, um, I feel like after he got divorced from Angelina, he, and he got divorced under like iffy circumstances, which we will talk about, I'm sure, beyond iffy, like bad circumstances. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then he did that roundtable reading with Jennifer Aniston in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And it like took and, over yeah, the internet. Everybody watched it and yeah. they had this little like detente or whatever that French word is yeah. for flirt. Yeah. And yeah, people were captivated by it. And I was like, is he both covering up what he's done to his past relationship by using his first wife to have a, have a flirt yeah. with? Yes. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And I think he, so going into like his, his relationships. I think something that's really interesting is you can Google Brad Pitt and he often looks like the women he dates. Have you seen this where Mm -hmm. he like kind of chameleons into whomever he's dating? Yeah. And so I think, I think he, there's something happening. He like takes from women. I think it's very interesting that in the relationship that he had with Jennifer Aniston, America's sweetheart, I know I, this is very controversial. I know a lot of people love Jennifer Aniston. I, I, I wouldn't say I don't love her. I don't understand the appeal of Jennifer Aniston. I think she's 
milk toast. <laughs> like I just find her very, very boring. But I also recognize that a lot of people love her. But when everything went down with Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, Brad never wore that affair. And at the end of the day, it was his marriage. It was, he was the one who cheated. Angelina did not. And yet she really was slammed and crucified and hated by so many people for all that. And he never wore that. And looking back now, I can't help but wonder if that was maybe intentional in his part. Like he never like it was always Angelique, Team Jolie, Team Aniston. Where was Brad Pitt in any of that? You know, like it was he, he was the one who had the affair. He was the one that broke his vows or whatever. So I think there's a lot more calculation on his part. And I do think he uses women as a way to maybe hide aspects of his personality. The interesting thing is they seem to let themselves be used. And that goes with Jennifer Aniston more recently with like you were referring to Gwyneth Paltrow has said, you know, he was, she messed things up. She was the one who, who apparently, you know, called off their engagement and she has nothing but, you know, effusive things to say about Brad Pitt. And I think he's, he's happy to let her say those things. But going into other aspects of Brad, and then we'll get into the, to the bad bits. But the other thing is the fact that he, he produced art a couple years ago, a sculptor. And I think for the most part, when people in Hollywood movie stars tend to go out into the arts, whether it's music or, you know, Sean Penn and his novel, if you want to call it that, it's often crap shockingly, or maybe not with what we know of him, his, it was really good. Even the Guardian's art critic, notorious curmudgeon, said, Jonathan Jones, shockingly, Brad Pitt turns out to be a very fine sculptor. And I'll link to this article. It's a, a couple years ago now, but he's good. And he surrounds himself like this thing that he did a couple years ago was with Nick Cave, very, you know, indie music darling. Mm -hmm. And then Thomas Haswego, Hus I believe is how you say it. Mm -hmm. Hugely celebrated, adored. And so again, it's like the taste thing. He's kind of like an editor and we don't talk about the idea that much of what an editor does and mm. how they feel culture and mm -hmm. how it really is a skill and an art to be like, here is what you want before you even know you want it. And mm. then you are going to go get it and you're going to like it. And you're mm -hmm. going to keep buying this publication for these like, you know, bits and pieces. And yeah. I feel like Brad Pitt has that capability, but does it not quite in a magazine sense or in a, you know, newspaper sense, but in some ways he's kind of like able to propel the taste of culture mm -hmm. in other ways that you sometimes, I would be kind of curious how he interacts with social media because sometimes you see, quote unquote movie stars of our day interact with social media and I'm like oh you don't have a finger on the pulse of like the way in which to use this medium and so well maybe that's I'd why you stayed off of it yeah it's so I mean it's also so hard to interact with it in like a trend-setting way and it's very reactive and if he is someone who is more calculating you need time you need to think mm -hmm. about it and I don't know, think group, who knows like what kind of team he has, but 
yeah, I think I think it's a good thing he stays off social media. So, anyways, is there anything else you would like to add to the good of Brad Pitt that I have the, the that I may might have missed before we get into the <laughs> the bad? I just like watching him. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. You put him on camera and I'm just like lulled into, and I try to not be anymore, knowing more and more, but like, I'm just lulled into hi- a hypnotic state. Okay. Yeah. Like the fact and- that Joe Black, which is like a really boring movie, he is somehow, it, it is watchable because of Brad Pitt, because he's just mm-hmm. beautiful in that movie. And I've watched that movie more times than I care to admit to because it's just nice to watch him. Yeah, I when you were saying in the beginning that like everybody he appeals to everybody, you almost are I'm almost annoyed with myself that I like him, you know? Yeah. Like I'm like, "Oh, can't we have like more refined taste myself?" <laughs> like the fact that we are saying that like is Brad Pitt's like je ne sais quoi and charisma also part of his ability of like having actually really good taste and culture? And I'm like, oh, "But then everybody he's everybody's taste which yeah. is funny that like the the everyone the every man has this like very specific taste that continues to propel him further and i th- it is a hard thing to be a man that women women and men potentially want to sleep with but but also like straight men want to be like friends with want to be associated with yeah i mean is it like comedic timing or something i'm not sure cuz i also find him so funny at times in certain instances Really funny. Yeah. Oh, he's frustrating. He's really frustrating. Yes, he is frustrating. So the bad is, and these are things that maybe people know, maybe people don't. Like, I think it depends, like you, who've maybe put your head in the sand a little bit. But I had forgotten this. So back in 2005 with Hurricane Katrina, Brad Pitt set up a in conjunction with a number of other people, building a bunch of houses in New Orleans. Those houses then, a number of years later, turned out to be incredibly faulty and caused health issues, deteriorated rapidly, all sorts of things. And a lawsuit was made against Brad Pitt and this company that he worked with that is still ongoing. And these are mostly Black Americans in these houses. And... I will link to a couple of the articles about it, but it's not ever gotten as much attention as I feel like it would have gotten were it anyone else other than Brad Pitt and the the ickiness about the whole thing. And because he's definitely skirting skirting his role in it all, he's never said, I, I am at fault in any of this. I realize like the legal ramifications of that, but like if he is as wealthy as we think he is, as he says he is, like, this is a few million dollars, you know? Like, you would think, just fucking pay it, like, and make it right, and he hasn't. And so that's one aspect of it. Okay, so obviously there's the whole situation with, you know, Jennifer Aniston and how that all played out. Like, I'm not going to tread over that because everybody knows. So the main thing is the Angelina Jolie breakup situation. And I think this is where his PR has been fantastic because the allegations against him, the FBI files that have come out are really quite shocking. Like the fact that he does not have 
full visitation rights over his children. Like he has to have a court appointed person with him when he's with his kids. That's, that's not for nothing. That's like, mm-hmm. And nobody really talks about that. He's never, ever with his children anymore. And some people might argue, oh, well, she just uses her children like as media pawns. I think if Brad were with his kids, he would also be using them as media pawns because he did up until they were essentially, he was deemed not fit enough to be with them alone. Up until that point, you always saw pictures of like the Jolie Pitt clan, you know, all around the world, jet setting and everything. And that I don't, did you ever read the allegations that from her about it? I never read her exact account of it. I think I read like a, an abridged version of it. But my, also my question is, so are all these just like public documents that you can find when you're going through these legal proceedings? Like, is there, what's the like, or did she allow them to be public? Like, what is the, for me, I'm like, wow, I didn't know that these family type of domestic disputes can be so public. That is a good question. So yes, there's definitely a fair amount of the actual legal documents that are available online. And I think it's some of the files were sealed and some were not. And I'm not entirely sure why some were and some weren't. But I think under the Freedom of Information Act, some journalists were able to access these files because something Mm -hmm. came out. Her account came out a year or two, more I think more like two or three actually years after the incident on the plane occurred, which for those that don't know, like the catalyst kind of for the Jolie Pitt divorce was something happened on a plane. We didn't really know for a while, but there was something that happened on a private plane. And that was what essentially caused them to separate. They're still not divorced, by the way. They are legally single, but still not actually divorced. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and so then what I think happened I'm, if I'm remembering this correctly, is a journalist did the freedom of information request and then were able to access the files. She and he never leaked the files. He especially, because they do not make him look good. She talks about it after the fact that, you know, she didn't want these files released, but here they are and this is what's in them. But basically... The accusations are that he was very intoxicated on a plane. He was verbally insulting, abusing Jolie, one of their sons. It's not named, but essentially comes to her defense. He hits that son, chokes that son, ends up choking her. Like something happens where they're like kind of pushed apart. And then he pours beer on her, according to her. Again, this is all, like, according to her, it's all allegations. But definitely highly upsetting behavior. And it sounds like behavior, according to her and the children, I will say, it's also not just her, but her now legally adult children who were also giving testimony that were basically accusing him of verbal abuse beyond just this one incident. Mm. And so there's that whole aspect to Brad. He has since said that he he's done interviews since and basically said he had had a drinking problem, said that he was drinking too much, that he wasn't the best version of himself, never owned the abuse allegations. When asked kind of like, 
very brilliantly, like tap dense. There was a really good article. You probably remember GQ from a couple of years ago, like beautiful images of Brad in the desert. And like artistic too, where you're like, wow, he's like willing to do this like very artistic, strange, but yet beautiful shoot. Completely. And he, he, he tap dances around the whole issue in the interview. Now that I think about it, going back to that shoot, because I have those images in my mind so well, like you look at those images and you see vulnerability and it clouds Mm. the way in which you read the article, if Mm -hmm. I remember, because the first thing you do is you see the images, you flip through it and it feels like he's very vulnerable in those images. And I feel like you are almost like on your heels when then going into the article and and taking what you should from it. Yeah. And in the article, he... He gives the idea of vulnerability in his words also by like talking about, yes, I did have a drinking problem, talking about how sad he is at the end of his marriage. He's very sad. Like, I remember that being a theme of the article, like Brad Pitt is sad. He's like, you know, heartbroken essentially. But then it doesn't go into like, well, what did he do? (laughs) What was his contribution to this whole situation? So on top of all that, you then have this issue of their the winery, which is the Marivelle Winery, which if you haven't had the wine, it's actually fucking delicious. <laughs> like for the price point, it is a rosé and it's really good. So, I've never had it. What? I've never even heard of it. Veronica, are you being serious? Yeah. Well, let me look at the let me look up the bottle. Miravel. Yeah. You I feel like it's it's a distinct bottle. It's like kind of fat and then like comes up. Oh, I've seen it, but like I couldn't tell you what this tastes okay. like. It's it's really good. I was I was I drank a lot of it. <laughs> it's, anyway, so Angelita and Brad owned co-owned this winery. She, with their divorce, wanted out. She was like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't want anything to be intertwined any longer. He kind of like held her hostage over this winery, would not sell to her unless she signed an NDA. And Mm. she said no. So she went to a judge to get permission to sell her piece of the winery, which the judge granted. She then sold to the Stoli Corporation, like Stoli Vodka, like, which is a bigger alcohol brand. So now, Stoli is suing Brad over mismanagement of the winery, misappropriation of funds, lots of money gone missing, overspends on all these different things. Brad is suing Angelina for for selling the winery, even though she got legal permission. And it's all just, and I will link to an article that like kind of like lays it all out better, but it's such a shit show. And he has, what it appears is he is trying to still have some control over her financially by not basically separating their finances. And I just think it's super shady. And he notoriously speaks to TMZ, which TMZ, if you don't know, is like a very toxic male outlet. Like if you ever, it's like the, I don't know, 
I hate to use this reference because I know people have really strong feelings about this and I don't even want to get into that rabbit hole, but like they're the Johnny Depp sympathizers of the internet worlds. And so any paparazzi stuff, Joe Jonas, who's recently going through a divorce up to some shady shit was like trying to trash his, you know, wife through TMZ. It's just like, that's what they do. Brad Pitt is always giving exclusives to TMZ. Really? Yes. I did not know that. This is like a Trump and Fox or something. Yeah. Or so like, I, I will, one of our favorite gossip sites, Laney Gossip, has been on, on the Brad Pitt case for a long time. She's not a fan and has some really great pieces. Again, this is a deep dive. You could spend hours. I will send all the links. But talking about, you know, Brad, his dealings with, the media, his PR, everything. But it's, it's, this is a tough one because I think in conclusion on my side, I think Brad Pitt probably sucks as a human being. Like, I don't think he's a good guy. And I hate to say that because I am still deeply attracted to him. It's one of those things where, again, it kind of goes back to art and the artist Mm -hmm. and like how, to separate and how to support and what the line is because like is that plane incident any different than like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard incidents it's just that the Amber Heard Johnny Depp incidents went to court and Johnny Depp like dug his heels into dismissing these facts and who knows if Brad Pitt behind the scenes is not like doing the same thing right we just don't see it being played out but we have like pretty like decent proof that he has some like really strenuous marks against him. And just because he is like that attractive and good looking, we're like, okay, we'll forgive you for, and, and still spend money on you for you to, for you to continue to be famous and rich, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I think and we- like, it's interesting with him and Johnny Depp because granted, I know Johnny Depp has an insane fan base, although they have recently discovered a lot of people in the comments are bots that they think Depp's people bought B-O-U-G-H-T. And that is where a lot of the vitriol over the Amber Johnny situation Mm. came from. But I think regardless, Johnny still has his fans, but I think the difference there is people still recognize that like Johnny Depp's star has waned. Like he is, he is, you know, a, not what he once was. And so, but Brad is, Brad is still as beautiful and charming and charismatic as ever. So I feel like he does not wear it the same way that Johnny Depp does. And yet, and while the, I, I do think the allegations against Johnny Depp are on another level, like there's still very serious allegations against Brad Pitt, both physical abuse and also some really shady business dealings. And like I said, what he did in, with the situation in, after Hurricane Katrina. So, but I I think people look past that because of his movie star quality. Mm-hmm. And I think like crazy good PR that has just like, it's amazing what you can push down like mm-hmm. in a Google search if mm-hmm. you have the money to do so. Like mm-hmm. there is that manipulation of like, okay, let's tamp this down. And if you have the money to do so, you can push I think of Reese Witherspoon a lot. Like yeah. when you type in Reese Witherspoon, M-U, her movie Mud comes up first. Like, do you remember Mud? 
but maybe you remember a mugshot, but it literally yeah. is like you have to type out the full thing. It yeah. doesn't like repopulate. Yeah. And I think that that is like a lot of money was spent to push that down as far as possible because For sure. if you look at that report, it's also like a not a decent report on somebody. Yeah. Um, and she is like continues to be America's sweetheart in that. And that is a blip on the radar, if anything. Yeah, totally. Anyway, thank you for <laughs> indulging us. I hope you enjoyed this deep dive. I don't really have, you know, I'm not saying we need to cancel Brad or anything. That's for you to decide yourself or you can struggle with it as as we do. <laughs> Find us on Instagram at Women of Contradictions. Sign up for our newsletter at womenofcontradictions.com. Or drop us a note at hello at womenofcontradictions.com. Till next time. Ciao.